for 12-11-23. It's the Disorderly Show's TLDR News Roundup. Reading the news so you don't have to, and in no particular order. A special counsel, Jack Smith, has petitioned the U.S. Supreme Court to urgently deliberate on the potential prosecution of former President Donald Trump regarding an alleged scheme to overturn the 2020 election results. Emphasizing the gravity of the situation, Mr. Smith highlighted in his Monday petition that the case poses a critical question central to the essence of American democracy, specifically addressing Mr. Trump's assertion of presidential immunity. The Texas Supreme Court has issued a temporary injunction preventing Kate Cox from obtaining an abortion as it examines her case, which has become pivotal in the debate over abortion bans in Texas and other Republican-dominated states. Cox's lawsuit challenges these bans, arguing they pose significant risks to pregnant individuals and that the exceptions in the law are ineffective. Her situation was compounded by medical advice indicated that continuing her pregnancy could endanger her future fertility due to a high-risk condition. In response to the legal and medical challenges, Cox was compelled to leave Texas to undergo the abortion procedure elsewhere. The U.S. Supreme Court has decided not to review a challenge against a Washington state law that prohibits licensed therapists from performing conversion therapy on minors aimed at changing their sexual orientation or gender identity. This refusal effectively upholds the law. However, Justices Samuel Alito, Brent Kavanaugh, and Clarence Thomas expressed dissent, indicating their willingness to hear the case, which underscores a division within the court on this issue. This decision maintains the status quo in Washington state where conversion therapy for minors remains illegal. A federal court jury has found that Google's Android app engaged in anti-competitive practices negatively impacting smartphone users and software developers. This verdict stems from a lawsuit filed by Epic Games three years ago accusing Google of misusing its power to shield its Play Store from competitors. The case highlights the issue of Google's commission fees on in-app digital transactions, a practice paralleled by Apple's App Store. This decision represents a significant setback for Google's technological dominance, and the court is now tasked with deciding the corrective measures Google must implement to rectify its unlawful conduct within the Play Store. Hasbro, facing declining sales, is laying off approximately 1,100 employees as revealed in a company memo obtained by CNBC. This move is part of a broader strategy to reduce costs, with the toy manufacturer aiming to save between $350 to $400 million by 2025 as per an SEC filing. These financial challenges are reflected in Hasbro's stock, which has fallen nearly 20%, contrasting sharply with its competitor Mattel, whose stock has risen by 6%. Mattel's recent success has been partly attributed to the popularity of the film Barbie, highlighting the divergent fortunes of these two leading toy companies. Former Representative George Santos of New York is actively engaged in plea negotiations with federal prosecutors to resolve criminal charges without proceeding to trial. Santos, who previously faced a 13-point federal indictment in May, including serious allegations of wire fraud, money laundering, and theft of public funds, had entered a plea of not guilty and was released on bond. While the prosecution had proposed a trial date in May or June of 2024, both the defense and prosecution are currently focused on reaching a plea agreement, potentially avoiding the need for a full trial. The Chinese Coast Guard and suspected militia ships have aggressively confronted Philippine vessels using water cannons and even ramming one, posing serious risks to the crew members on board. 
This hostile action has drawn sharp criticism from the U.S. State Department, which condemned China's conduct as showing a reckless disregard for both the safety and livelihoods of Filipinos and for international law. Navy divers have successfully recovered the remains of the seventh crew member from a U.S. military Osprey aircraft that crashed off the coast of southern Japan during a training exercise. Following the crash, the U.S. military has temporarily grounded all Osprey V-22 helicopters with initial investigations pointing towards a non-human error as the cause. This incident has escalated safety concerns regarding the Osprey aircraft, leading to public protests in Japan against the planned deployment of these aircraft in their country. The U.S. Coast Guard has successfully retrieved a helicopter that was involved in a crash during a rescue operation in southeast Alaska. The M-60 Jayhawk helicopter, which had four air crew members on board at the time of the accident, was recovered and all crew members were transported to Seattle for medical treatment. An investigation into the crash is currently underway, with the Coast Guard expressing appreciation to those who assisted in the recovery effort. The International Emergency Agency has reported that commitments made at the COP28 Climate Summit will achieve only 30% of the necessary reduction in energy-related greenhouse gas emissions by 2030 to meet global targets. Well, if they're also doing deals for oil, gas, and meat, that makes sense. Despite over 120 countries, including the U.S., agreeing to significantly increase renewable energy capacity and enhance energy efficiency measures, these efforts fall short. Oil and gas companies have also pledged to cut methane emissions by 80 to 90 percent. However, these collective commitments are still insignificant to limit global warming to the 1.5 degrees Celsius threshold, a critical goal for mitigating the worst impacts of climate change. NASA astronaut Frank Rubio, initially blamed for eating a misplaced tomato on board the ISS, has been exonerated after the lost tomato was finally found. Rubio, who had harvested one of the first tomatoes grown in space, misplaced it during a public event leading to its disappearance in the microgravity environment of the ISS. Despite spending several hours in search of the elusive tomato, Rubio never located it until now. Apart from this lighthearted incident, Rubio's mission is notable for setting a record for the longest stay in space by a U.S. astronaut with a year-long tenure in microgravity. The ACLU has agreed to represent the NRA, yep, I said that right, the ACLU, the American Civil Liberties Union, is going to represent the National Rifle Association in its appeal against New York's Department of Financial Services, despite opposing the NRA's views on gun rights. This legal collaboration stems from the ACLU's principle that government officials should not punish organizations for their viewpoints. The case originated when Maria Vulo, hopefully I pronounced that right, the former superintendent, advised companies to weigh the reputational risks of affiliating with gun advocacy groups. Following this, the NRA sued her after experiencing severed ties with entities, but their claims were dismissed by a federal appeals court, which ruled she acted legitimately within her professional capacity. The New York Civil Liberties Union has expressed disagreement with the ACLU's decision to represent the NRA, citing potential harm to clients and communities. However, the executive director, Donna Lieberman, has highlighted the significance of the First Amendment issue at the core of this case. The FTC is conducting an investigation into Chevron's acquisition of Hess Oil Company and ExxonMobil's proposed takeover of Pioneer Natural Resources amid broader scrutiny of the oil industry. 
This inquiry was partly prompted by Senator Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and 22 other Democratic senators who voiced concerns to the FTC about the potential impact of the Chevron-Hess merger on gas prices for customers. The FTC, with the power to either block or approve these mergers, is examining these deals as Chevron and ExxonMobil report substantial profits fueled by highlighted energy prices and demand in the wake of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Two Indianapolis police officers have been acquitted of using excessive force during an incident where they struck two women at a protest against racial injustice and police brutality. The officers faced charges of battery and official misconduct following their actions during arrests of individuals who were violating a curfew. While the jury found them not guilty of four of the charges, it was unable to reach a verdict on one charge each of battery and official misconduct. Under the Compromise Annual Defense Bill unveiled recently, U.S. service members are set to receive a 5.2% pay raise in January, marking the most significant increase in over two decades. The raise, endorsed by the National Defense Authorization Act, the NDAA, aligns with the Biden administration's request and matches a federal law formula ranging from an additional $1,100 per year for junior service members to over $10,000 for senior officers. While the bill still requires final approval from both congressional chambers and President Joe Biden's signatures, it is expected to pass Congress smoothly before year end. And that has been the news for 12-11-2023. Hope your weekend went well and that the start of your week has been going just as good. This has been the Disorderly Show's TLDR News Roundup. Come on back tomorrow to, you know, learn more. <laughs>